Alright guys, welcome back to the SpiceCast. I'm Ben Job, your host for tonight. Uh, we're just coming off the first ever Spice Fest, uh, first annual, hopefully the first of many, over at Yellowhammer. Thanks a ton to Yellowhammer and Stan Leo Subs for making us some delicious food. And our food trucks, man, we had, uh, who, who was it, Earth and Stone and Back Alley Bistro delivering some delicious food, as well as all our volunteers, and thanks so much Huntsville for making that a uh, big success. We had a ton of fun, and thanks again, Yellowhammer. But tonight, I have Mr. Sam Lewis, a uh, singer-songwriter, plays mainly around Huntsville. Uh, thanks for coming in, Sam. Thanks for having me, Ben. And uh, you, you're staying in Gadsden right now. Is that is that a uh, place you've been playing around some? Or yeah, I play around a good little bit down there. Uh, not as much as I do around Huntsville, so I kind of work around here and live around there. Right. Yeah, and it's. There's always a different crowd in every place you go, and it's good to it's good to be in with all of them, I guess. Yeah, well, and Huntsville <laughs> especially has a really blossoming music and art scene. Oh yeah, it's it seems like it's changed a lot. I've, have you uh, been in on any of that stuff with uh, shows or something going on here? Yeah, um, actually, I've got a show coming up uh, this Saturday, the twenty second, uh, at the Flying Monkey Theater. It's a hometown throwdown production. Uh, some friends of mine that are doing some really great things in the local music and art scene. Very cool. Yeah, and uh, the Flying Monkey, of course, has been around Huntsville for a long time. Kind of, uh, I, I remember when they were in. I think it was a garage near the VBC or something. They, I remember uh, there was it was just a hole in a the couple, wall with a yes. bay door to begin with. Uh huh. And they had punk shows and stuff in there. And then they moved to that gigantic, like, cavernous part of uh, the mill. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I'm so glad they're still there, too, because it's, it's like a piece of my childhood. I know. I and... think they may have been the first <laughs> the first establishment in the low mill. If I'm not I mistaken. think so, too. Man, I remember being a show, a punk show at uh, at Flying Monkey when it was, I think it was on the bottom floor or something, a low mill. Some guy drew, drove a, uh, a, a motorcycle through it and it was just, like, driving through those giant... <laughs> so I was like, okay, there's, there's plenty of space, you know. I mean, now it's now it's super spiffy. I mean, no more oh, yeah. motorcycles driving through there anymore. But no, still, still, uh, Flying Monkey second floor low mill still has it uh, on lockdown with the the old the old flavor for sure, mm-hmm. which is good. They it's kept good. it classy, <laughs> most definitely, just classy enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, uh, Sam was nice enough to come in here and records a couple tracks with us. Actually, four tracks in total. You first one you had up was two free birds, one big sky. Do you want to talk about how that one came to be? Is that a like newer song or is that an old that one's old favorite of yours? That one's been around for probably about eight years. I actually wrote that song for my wife. Okay, right as we were coming off from about three months of traveling on the road, nice and broke and poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. the the road is uh. <laughs> Is a special place for musicians. Absolutely. Where, where you are dragged around and you uh, don't always eat the best food or get proper amounts of sleep. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> And it's often those times when I'm winding down from some big experience that I finally have the time to think about and process and write mm-hmm. some music. So do they do you feel like they're they're saving up the whole time like when you're doing all that stuff do you have all these ideas you're like man i wish i had time to put it down or sometimes but a lot of the time i'm just completely unaware of any of it until later on when it (laughs) kind of settles in and so when you write a song you're just like oh i didn't realize i felt that way kind of thing a lot of the time yeah Uh, yeah it comes in it works in different ways just depending on 
mm-hmm. what what time it happens and what's going on at the time. But yeah, and this song's got kind of got like um, a melancholy part, and then almost more hopeful, kind of brighter part to it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything behind that? Is it is that part of explaining your experience on the road or? Well, actually, there was there was uh there was a time for over a year where uh, my wife and I, before we were actually married, had been uh, separated for a long period of time. Uh-huh. So that kind of explains the darker part. There is the is the distance and the yeah. separation and like the longing for that. No doubt, and it it almost sounded to me like. Uh, it was two separate songs that had like merged together, you know, cause they're, they're almost distinct in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Were they, were they written all together or did you have like those two little parts come back or what? Well, you know, it started with the, it started with the verse part and then mm-hmm. went from there at some point into the brighter, happier, more celebrative part of the song. Well, cool. Well, let's give it a listen. This will be Sam Lewis with two free birds, one big sky. Now 
If I did it would be some awful sin I can feel your heart beating inside of mine It lights the most beautiful thing I see Shine, shine We should spend some time just to know all of it. Count our blessings from above Two free birds, one big sky to explore Could we ever ask for That was Sam Lewis with Two Free Birds, One Big Sky. And uh, a lot of your stuff kind of sounds to me like a country kind of blues hybrid almost. And uh, what kind of music did you listen to growing up that got you this flavor? Well, um, it's a long journey through music for me. Uh, at a at a pretty young age, I was pretty into punk and stuff uh-huh. like that, alternative. And then... Um, I started playing music real young, like age seven. Started being shown some classical stuff. Was it was it guitar kind of stuff that you started on? Or well, you... I started off with the uh, with the fiddle, and then I played a couple of years of piano before finally finding guitar, um, and starting that, and you know, going into the next phase of my journey with stringed instruments. So, so yeah, like I said, I picked up the guitar. And um, I was playing on a bunch of Nirvana and yeah <laughs> stuff like that. Um, at some point, I started to look a little deeper into some older rock and stuff, and mm-hmm. started to get into some Hendrix and stuff like that. Yeah, which quickly led me into the blues, right? Which kind of became my launch pad for going everywhere else. You know, every other musical direction I wound up going in. So, and of course, there's uh. I come from a musical family, and uh-huh. my dad plays bass and a variety of other instruments, and um, he's played in a old-time fiddle band as long as I can remember, and also with some jazz groups and uh, other stuff. So I grew up at fiddlers' conventions mm-hmm. and, and uh, picking parties and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I picked up into the blues and got into that really heavy. And around the time I was 12 years old, I started playing around town. And at that point, I was known for playing a bunch of blues. You know, I would play a bunch of blues tunes, a few originals that I had at the time, and maybe like a Beatles song or two. And um, When did this uh, Filthy Lowdown Blues come out? Was that after you had gotten... The Filthy Lowdown Blues is actually more recent, because I had... uh, 
been through periods of listening to more like folk and Americana type music and mm-hmm. gotten a lot more into bluegrass and uh, some different styles. So a lot of my songs do come from a fusion of a lot of different styles and just the different music I've loved that I've taken pieces of to form my own sound. So the Filthy Lowdown Blues is pretty recent. I wrote that in the last couple of years sometime. And um, Did you want to write a blues song when you wrote it, or did it just kind of come together that way? Oh, yeah, that one was definitely aiming for a blues right. song. Yeah. So uh, just kind of that raunchy, no-good blues. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, and it earned its name, right? Definitely. Filthy Lowdown Blues. Raunchy, yeah, no that's a really blues. fun song to play, and I had fun writing it, too. Very cool. Yeah, and your um I noticed your picking style, it it it's got a lot of melody into it and um it it almost sounds like finger picking a lot of times. Like you've got a really distinct picking style and uh I see how that comes through and probably is helpful when you're playing this kind of blues with that lead lick almost behind it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I do a lot of hybrid style picking, so I'm actually using a pick and my fingers at the okay, same that's time what I, yeah. quite a lot. You're too fast, I can't even say <laughs> <laughs> Well, very cool. Well, uh, anything else you want to mention about this song? Like, uh, No, but it's, uh, it's just supposed to be like you're uh, waving your flag blues anthem, I guess. <laughs> the Filthy Lowdown Blues with Sam Lewis. Here it is. No walking cane, no fine Italian shoes. I got no Cadillac, no tech, just a cheap old cord of booze. I got no west to lay my head, no dollar for to lose. All I got is a good old shot of these filthy low down boots. Well, can you spare a silver dollar? Can you spare a silver dime? I could choose a pair of shoes and another good jug of wine I can't tell you why or why I live this life I choose Cause all I got is a whole damn lot of these filthy low-down boots Of these filthy low down blues. Now I look up. The sky has laid me down to sleep. I pray until the morning light to load my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, no, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Cause the good Lord knows. 
knows that I just can't shake these filthy low-down blues. Yeah, the good Lord knows that I just can't shake these filthy low-down blues. Yeah, the good Lord knows that I just can't shake these filthy low-down blues. That was the filthy lowdown blues. Speaks for itself, right? It's just yeah. Huh? There's nothing. There's nothing more to say. It's pretty straight ahead, and it and it did have um, it had all the good parts of of a good blues song. So I enjoyed Thanks. it. I enjoyed it much. So your next track is uh, "Backyard Dogs." I I feel like musicians seem to have a preoccupation with dogs. Maybe maybe we, we love our dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe we we like uh. You know, we look in a dog's eye and we're like, I see myself in you kind of mm. thing, you know? Like I've got two mastiffs, so okay, yeah. So you know all about it. Like they're they're tearing up. A few up hundred stuff. pounds of dog at least. <laughs> are are they the uh like they scare away all the robbers but they're really nice kind or what? Oh yeah. The super cuddly, yeah. Big babies. Because they broke in, they just be like, Let me be your friend <laughs> kind of thing. They're they are the best security. So shout out to the dogs, they're awesome. <laughs> so I I was listening to this song and uh, there's a bit about like uh, I may be deaf but be kind to my ears and I may be blind that sort of thing. Do you want to like talk about that little stanza? I just thought it was really interesting. Well, I guess that song's all about kind of uh, feeling your way through the dark, which we're all kind of doing in one way or another. Yeah. No one uh, has it down so much that they know exactly what they're doing, but uh, everyone knows what intentions they have. And uh, and hopefully they want to keep striving for that, right? Right. In spite of whatever else. Yeah, and and you you kind of never know. I mean, um, you can you can go at a lot of different situations just trying to with for the best outcome, and then it comes out you know totally different or mm-hmm. something. And you, I mean, that's I guess that's life for you right there. Mm-hmm. So is this a newer song or? Uh that it's been uh. Three or four years, probably since I wrote that one. Has it changed at all as as you've like played it out and? Uh... It's changed a little bit, but that one is actually one of them that's held its own for for its duration. Like it hasn't changed that much compared to some of the other ones. Do you have any um, tracks that have just hung around, like uh, that you wrote maybe really early in your career, and you just still you still keep them around? Uh bring out whenever you any any of those old faithfuls yeah i do but people might like uh what like which tracks might they be well um there's a traditional uh one kind favor that Uh i kind of made my own um a while back so that one always comes out at at key moments i really my dad actually taught me that song Uh when i was uh just starting to play guitar and uh we used to play that quite a bit he'd thump along on bass and sometimes he'd bring a buddy or two out to play on fiddle and now is that traditional like a spiritual it's no or it's not a spiritual track? it's just oh, okay. old old traditional tune but then um as far as songs of mine i don't know like a lot of them that toothbrush song hasn't gotten pulled out of the bag in uh a minute and several of them so i never really 
know when they're going to come back into rotation or when I'm right. going to feel this song. Like, I might put it up for a long, long time. So, Do you find, like, any of these songs uh, lend themselves to your audience at all? Like, is there a certain setting that you just really want to play your lowdown blues? Or, um, Well, to me, the lowdown blues is... Uh, it's kind of a joke on itself too, uh-huh. because uh, uh, it's you know for what it is, it makes me smile and uh, and it's upbeat, you know, kind of makes you want to boogie down a little bit. <laughs> and then there's other songs that can be completely opposite, in that they're uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say is like the difference between upbeat and downbeat and like just in how different the, how, ways, how you know, in spirit and in tune, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, I mean, the energy is always different depending on your like setting and your crowd and especially touring where you kind of never know what you're going to get. You know, you, you walk into a place maybe for the first time ever. You don't know if it's like a, a huge room or like mm-hmm. a really tiny space. Did you have any experiences like uh, on the road that? that kind of uh, gave you ideas about your music or write any stuff on the road? Well, um, it's hard to say right now because, like, some places, you never know what you're going to get when you walk into a place or mm-hmm. or what you're going to feel, and I have a hard time, like, pulling back those memories from <laughs> that specific moment. But um, I know what it's like to be there, to walk into a place, to see what it's like, and to see what that brings up emotionally and musically mm-hmm. and uh and where I want to go from there yeah and you and you said you've been playing for a long time do you feel like that has uh helped you out like I know I know a lot of people some some musicians kind of spend their whole life either in front of their laptop or in a studio you know mm-hmm. and like some are really uh more more like oh they've been playing out their whole time and and that nothing shakes some kind of do you feel like that helps you in your in your performance in the studio, having all those you know live experiences and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely, because I can close my eyes and be wherever I want to be. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wish I could say that. <laughs> and I don't, I've always been kind of spontaneous and try, like, anytime I try to expect something, I'll find something that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. So, like, I usually go with my instinct on, like... Uh, playing sets what songs i'm gonna choose i have tried and tried to choose them ahead of time uh-huh. <laughs> but then um just doesn't the list i made and the order i put the songs in just isn't matching the vibe where i am so i just i kind of have to cater to the energy that's mm-hmm. there in the room right yeah well cool well this will be sam lewis with backyard dogs If I was a sailor, lost out at sea, I'd give myself to the ocean, set myself free. And if I had a city, take for my own, I'd leave it behind me, find my way home. If I had the seen with my eyes I hope 
down low to the ground And knock the waves I crash down If I was the silence hung in the air I'd long for connection and understanding to be there I am the lightning Cuts through the fog I'm the canyon, I am the ocean The fences in the backyard dogs And I am eternally chained To a silent, invisible Swings in my whole rocking chair Always moving forward My deep line don't burn up my retinas Might be deaf but please be kind to my ears I might ever cinch my toes in the fire below But I'm here Below me, rain comes a pouring down overhead. Here, where the shadows fall like leaves on the dawn to their grave. If I was a portrait hung on the wall, I'd lay back in silence and watch the world fall. I am confusion, nothing at all But I'll always love you, try to catch all your faults I put my teeth in, alright <laughs> That was Backyard Dogs from Mr. Sam Lewis, recorded right here in Spice Rack Studios, as a matter of fact. So, uh, Sam, you got a... I, you go a Sam, right? I can call you Sam. Yeah. There's, you don't have, like, a huge, like, giant nickname I don't know about, do you? Nope, that's it. Sam, okay. Sam is such a great name, although it's to the point, it's so short. It's like, I like these... Well, I guess cause I'm Ben, so, like, I am uh, biased when it comes to, like, one syllable... You, just, you shout it like mm-hmm. you can hear it across a, an airport, you know, mm-hmm. Be like Sam, you would see me. Anyways, that's my rant about names. So you got a gig uh, over the Flying Monkey this Saturday. That'll be the 22nd for those of you who are counting, I guess. Uh, that's that's put on by Hometown Throwdown. And you said there's going to be a lot of artists and other other uh, vendors and stuff there. Uh, yeah, my friends at Hometown Throwdown Productions uh, have a really cool thing going on right now um, with shows they're throwing at the Flying Monkey Theater. Um, these shows are really a big convergence of the whole music and art scene in Huntsville, and they combine live art and painting with music and uh, vendors selling ha- handmade crafts and stuff. We've had a couple shows down there uh, where we had some other really cool things going on, like uh, video projectors and some different things like that, as well as uh, from time to time, 
you find someone doing like throwing pottery on the wheel in there and stuff like cool. that. So it's all sorts of stuff. One time someone brought up a whole bunch of LED hula hoops and stuff and passed them around. Did you grow up a lot of, uh, among a lot of that multimedia art or just had a lot of friends in it or what? Yeah, I've always uh, known a lot of people that were involved with both art and music. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the natural pairing of those two is, you know, I've noticed the strengthening of it yeah. throughout my life, especially recently. So oh, yeah. I can see the really good things are on the horizon for musicians and artists. Yeah, and Huntsville's got like a, a kind of wellspring of new people coming into town, and a lot of people just seeing the value mm-hmm. of the Tennessee Valley too. I think uh, for one thing, I mean the location of Huntsville is really pretty awesome because you're about two hours from all these big cities that giant touring bands are going, and you know small acts want to play at, as well as. Um, just a bunch of untapped i think i think the network is what's growing up now like the Mm -hmm. all these great uh artists and musicians were already here but now we're all starting to see each other kind of thing you know Mm -hmm. be like oh they're they're over there we can work together you know and uh build something awesome but yeah it's good to hear uh so do you do any uh, any visual art yourself i do uh i do a variety of visual art Uh lately i've been uh working on some wood burning projects cool and I've uh, done some painting recently and sculpting. So, does does that inspiration kind of come out the same way as a song might, or is it a whole different ballgame for you? It's it can be similar, but really, um, it is quite a bit different. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the way I feel when I'm creating these pieces of visual art based as based as musically, I guess it's taking a different angle. Yeah, and it's it's also weird when you're you're doing some kind of visual thing. It's like you put it down and it's it's like it's there forever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're playing music, it's just like, oh, I played that note really well, or like we all stopped at the same time or something. And it's just like a half a millisecond, you know, mm-hmm. and it's gone. You know, you can record it and listen back to it, but you're never going to be in that moment again. And with visual art, it's so abstract to me and pretty impressive how how people pull stuff together and different ideas. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So that'll be this Saturday over the Flying Monkey. Five dollars at the door. Uh, it'll be up in the the Flymo Theater, I guess as they call it, on the second floor. Awesome little venue up there. Go see all the cool stuff. And uh, what time does that start? Do you know exactly what time it's starting? I believe it starts at eight. Very cool. And people can see you over at Bandito Southside next Tuesday, the twenty fifth, and uh, at Blue Pants September tenth. So, yeah, definitely check out Sam Lewis and his stuff uh, online. He has SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, all that good stuff. Check out his Facebook. That's the best way to keep up with his shows. And you want to talk about this last track a little bit, Toothbrush? Sure. Uh, this was a this was a really fun song to write and play um, that came from a stage of kind of transformation in my life where uh, I was learning a lot about how to take care of myself and do mm-hmm. what I wanted to do at the same time. Two things that kind of were clashing at, right. you know, in yeah. recent times there. So, that can be a thing for artists. Too. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, <laughs> really good at creating these things, but I forgot to, like, eat today. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it kind of says brush the teeth of your mouth, brush the teeth of your soul. So Yeah, yeah. 
you don't want your teeth to rot out, so you don't want your soul I to rot out. You either. gotta use your mental floss and and purge your soul as well. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Well, thanks so much again for coming in, Sam, and uh, recording with Thank us. Thank you. And we hope to see you more. Catch him over the Flymo this Saturday. Uh, that'll be put on by Hometown Throwdown. They do uh, a lot of good shows around here. Are they still doing monthly stuff? Or are they just doing it on the wing now, or what? Um, I don't think there's been any shows in the last uh, month or two, but there's several coming up within the next month or two. Very so. cool. And they have a Facebook as well. Do they have a website? I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'm not sure about that. I know they're on Facebook. I don't cool. think there's a website. Well, we'll have uh, links to all that good stuff on our website. And catch us next time. Thanks again, Huntsville. Stay thirsty. <laughs> <laughs>
With the energy of all that's in you You conjure up something pure and true And you'd better hold on tight And I'll be gone before the end of the night I grab the wheel and take control Oh, you're gonna drink the water from the water Brush the teeth of your mountain, brush the teeth of your soul If you wanna live high, you gotta think of yourself as a whole I grab the wheel and take control Oh, you're gonna drink the water from the water This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.